All right, I'm here with Sheepwave. Uh, Sheepwave, thank you for sitting down with us for this interview. Thank you for having me on. It's our pleasure. We're always looking for phenomenal community members like yourself to interview and talk about themselves. And in that spirit, why don't you tell us in your own words who you are and what it is that you do? So I am Sheepwave. Uh, also go by Megan. Megan Burden. That, that's you know my real name. Um, I am first and foremost a fan artist. Uh, I'm working in pixels, both large and small. Um, digit doing digital art, mainly centered around Magic the Gathering fan art um, and card stuff. Though I've also been branching out into D and D a bit recently because I've been getting into that and that scene. Uh, I also occasionally do like cosplay stuff or YouTube videos where I make long, rambling, weird, nuanced points about philosophy. Um, so yeah, I do like a lot of a, a bunch of little things, but I'm mainly known for my art. Okay. Um, lately, a lot of what you do being proxies has been tainted by, unfortunately, counterfeit card makers. What's the primary difference between that and what you do? Well, so yeah, that word proxy is, um, it's a hot button issue. It's also a case of where people can be saying the same word, but mean, meaning different things. Um, so anytime that I talk about making proxies, what I am talking about making are cards that, um, when, when I make card art with my digital, you know, my like digital cards, um, Usually the, the actual image is called a digital altar. Um, a proxy is when that digital altar is then printed onto a card. Um, however, when I'm saying proxy, I am talking about things that are not for sale and have uh, the, the card backs are specifically label them as not being for sale, not official cards, all that. Um, some people say when they say proxy, they mean counterfeit, which is a card that is attempting to be convincing as a real card. Um, proxy can also mean like somebody goes and prints out, like they download pictures off Scryfall, they print it out on like desktop paper and cut that out. Like that is also a thing that people use when they mean when they use the word proxy. Um, the, the proxies that I make are, are digital alters though, which is where I take an existing Magic the Gathering card. Um, I make a new art for it. I put it in a new frame and then, you know, I print that out. And I play with it in my own commander decks, and I also give those away for free to other people. But uh, yeah, very important part of that being kosher is the fact that they are never, ever for sale if they contain anything I don't own on them, such as mana symbols, rules text, uh, most card names, characters like uh, like planeswalkers or identifiable locations, and... Uh, I think that's, I think, and, oh, and cer certain creature types that were actually created by wizards, like Eldrazi and Saproling. Right. So, so yeah. So people can legally sell tokens that say certain things. I do. Or they can legally sell cards that don't have those elements. But, mm -hmm. yeah. There is, unfortunately, lots and lots of people who illegally sell, more or less, um, well, of course, obviously there's people who are just selling cards that are atten attempting to be convincing. So there are also people who do the same kind of digital altering that I do, but then they print the cards out and sell them illegally, which is not cool, especially since the people who are already willing to cross wizards are also often willing to just steal my art. 
<laughs> it happens a lot. So yeah, that's what I do. How is it that you handle uh, the challenges that are presented to you by that, both by the people who are stealing your own art or the people you were just talking about who are just willing to cross wizards and intentionally sell fake cards? Um, there are... So... It's complicated. When somebody steals my art, I basically just scream at them until they take it down. I have not had to actually file a formal DMCA complaint yet. Um, I'm sure it will happen eventually. Um, it also happens a lot because some of the art I do, even though, like... Actually, I was going to say, even though it was originally tended as, like, art for a magic card, I put it on a t-shirt. But that's also true in the reverse. Um, some of my earliest work uh, and some best well uh, most well known is like this lightning bolt that's got this like very like it's like made with three colors in the whole thing that was actually a design i made for a shirt first then later adapted into a magic card but anytime i make a shirt that ends up getting popular there's like bots that steal that you know part of being an artist on the internet is having your work stolen it is just an unfortunate fact of it you know there's not much that you can do about it Unfortunately, I have seen that amongst you and some of the other community members. When was it that you first started doing your digital alters or your, I think you also called yourself a fan artist. Um, when did you first yeah. start get, combining your artwork with magic? So, yeah, the the first time that I ever made any artwork that was specific to being related to Magic the Gathering, um, I had been playing since I was six, you know, 15 years ago, whatever that was. Um, no, not 15, 10. I don't know. What are numbers? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was playing, for, I've been playing the game for a long time, like kind of on and off. I like kind of fell off around Lorowin, um, and then kind of came back in around like Ravnica 3. But like, I still did have this deep love for the game that I just like, I was just not really actively playing it. Um, but I was at a, I was at an anime convention actually, and I saw this shirt that had this, certain vibe to it like this real like retro style and i just got this idea of like what if the art now now to me the iconic art of lightning bolt is is not its original printing but it's 10th edition printing because that was the one that i had um my my three copies that i own of lightning bolt because i'm not a constructed player <laughs> um so, so I was like literally on the train ride home in my in my Princess Waluigi costume. Um, I was like on my phone, like putting together this idea of this shirt I wanted to make. Um, and the reason it's it's made like in this like the the reason it's got like those bars on the side is both because that was a very iconic stylistic element, and because the original design was actually going to be like a physical stencil that I was going to use for um, silk screening shirt stuff. So so anyway, I, I made that T-shirt and um and uh, and one of of that's based on the art of damnation from Planar Chaos, um, and I just had those shirts. I actually I still have them. Uh, one of them is is in my dirty laundry right now. Um, but I I wasn't like actively playing Magic, and the idea of using them like actually on cards just really didn't occur to me at first. Um. Then, like, a year later, I was um, teaching at this summer camp, and uh, some, uh, some, some kid that I was teaching, like, the kids basically kind of, like, 
were interested in magic because um, we it was Harry Potter week, which is a thing that you do at summer camp. That may be something to discuss. Um, but you know, when you're a teacher, you you have to uh, to embrace Harry Potter whether you like it or not. Um, and and because I had this bulk bin full of cards, I was like, all right, we'll bring this in. Um, and then I ended up just like kind of like idly going through the YouTube rabbit hole of like um, Magic the Gathering content, just because like it was something to put on while I was driving like the hour down to the city. Um, and I ended up just being like really interested in Commander, despite the fact that like I'd been aware of it for a long time, but I looked down on it for some reason. I don't know why, which is so funny now since I only play Commander in Cube. Um, but yeah, so I had this existing art that I did of Lightning Bolt and Damnation, and I was like, I want to put these on cards. Um, so I just put together this set of like eight cards. It was like, it was, um, I think it was like Vidalcan Ori, um, Lightning Bolt, Scroll Rack. Like it was, it was a couple cards that, I, that were like so far beyond what I would normally like acquire as a magic card. Um, but this idea of being able to like test out, you know, the according to Wizards of the Coast, like their official terminology would be that I was making playtest cards because you know I, I have eventually gotten copies of all these cards. Um, but yeah, taking that art that I already had kind of pushed me in this direction of like I wanted to expand the visual style of um, Magic Gathering cards with my own artistic style. And it just kind of snowballed. Um, it, it, became, it became basically just like, like as an artist who sometimes like struggled with, well, what do I draw now? It was like, well, here's a game that has 20,000 drawing prompts. Let's go. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny because I'm finally at the point where I'm starting to run out of cards I actually care to do. I've made 400 of them now, I think. Um, wow. And yeah, in in this in such a variety of style. I mean, like you know, like a, like sixty of those are in ten card cycles. So it's it's less than it might seem. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 been a trip. It's it's a it's a long and convoluted story, I guess. <laughs> Part of what you do is also commission based, right? So yeah, that is another one of those things where like the nature of the way that people work is I have to add all these legal disclaimers. Um, so yeah, I do art commissions. Um, people will commission me to draw like their personas or their OCs or something they like, or like they, li they want like a super like corrupted looking landscape. Um, and sometimes that means printing that art onto cards. Now, when I when someone has given me money to make something, I I will never I can never ever ever give them a version of that thing that they paid me money for that has Watsi IP on it like ever, which is which is ironic because like like someone has like if someone commissions me to do art and then I put that on like like I give them a commission version that is just the art and like maybe like like a name that's like kind of evocative of what it might be but again it doesn't. It's up to them to to explain like this big worm looking thing is meant to represent Thromok specifically. Like there's nothing on the card that says like this worm thing is Thromok. Um, the 
the the most popular thing I do is actually like people people love having like basic lands, so to speak, that are just completely custom art that really fit the vibe of like what they want to be. And you know, if you look at an if you look at a landscape and it's like that sure is that sure does look like an island. You don't need any text on the card. So um that is a that is a very popular thing. But so so yeah, that's the legal disclaimer for for the the art commissions I do is never ever ever do I print anything that has uh Watsi owned um Watsi owned copyright on it to give to someone who has paid me money ever. So yeah, now that we've got the, the 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 long legal disclaimer out of the way, yeah, commissions are like really fun because I get to I get to I get to challenge myself a lot more. Um, and you know, like only about half the the art commissions I get are intended for cards anyway. Like p- part of moving into D and D more is I've been doing a lot of commissions that are um that are like. Well, here's like somebody's like, "Hey, can you draw my D and D character for my character sheet?" And I'm like, "Yeah." What's funny is that I then often will put that art on a magic card, but the person who commissioned me never asked for that, and I'm not sending them a copy. It's just like once I've made the art, I'm like, I mean, I like doing this. So, can you take us through the process of what a commission looks like from the first request to the final product for you? I mean, usually when somebody commissions me to do something, um, it depends a lot on what it is. Um, the majority of commissions I do are like care are like like character in in a pose, like like they're they're more like like kind of, they're almost like concept art, like you know, um, like a character's art for for a D and D character sheet, for example, where it's like you're kind of getting a sense of what they look like. Um, Usually for me, I like do an initial sketch, which is like just kind of like the most basic skeleton shape. Like there's some colors, they're like in an action pose. Um, sometimes people are are actually commissioning me to do design work to say like, here's this character I have in mind. What can you come up with? Um, in which case, like I have it more broken down into layers. I'm like, and I have like individual pieces that I like am making cutout shapes of. And it's like, what color do you want this to be? Sometimes I just like I give them like um, like a, a, a flat color book and I'm like, open up Microsoft Paint and paint this in like it's a coloring book. So I know exactly what colors you want. Sometimes people get like so finicky. I have to do that. It's like, I don't know what a, what what you mean when you like describe these color modifications. So please show me. Um, it's it's a little different. Sometimes people will commission like pixel art stuff, which is um for for anything pixel art, I actually start by drawing in my normal drawing program. Then I, I like to get the general shape of it. Then I copy it into my pixel art program. Um, and then for like general landscape stuff is just, I kind of just go and I treat it like an oil painting more than anything else. Um, where I, n- rather than like kind of keeping separate layers and everything, I just kind of put it all on the canvas and kind of let it, let it mix together and see how it comes out. Okay. Uh, and yeah, those are the three main types of commissions. No one has yet commissioned me to do like a 3D animation. Um, and good, because I don't <laughs> think anyone could afford it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I know art's not cheap, so that, that doesn't terribly well, surprise me. An- animation, animation like, like every single frame of an animation, if it's drawn, is an entire commission. <laughs> and if you're talking like 12 Ooh. frames a second... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that that would that would sting a little bit. 
Yeah, it's it's a little different when you're talking about something like I did a Manacrypt altar that was animated where um where it was it was a camera that was moving down a, a more or less static um 3D environment. That, you know, like, I can extend that as long as I want. Or when I made um, Akiri from a bunch of different angles, I made, like, I made a 3D model of her. That Actually, that 3D model was for a completely separate project that's under wraps at the moment. Um, but I just had this model, and I was like, I could modify this a little bit and, um, and make that into, like, a 3D thing. And once I've made a 3D model of something, it's pretty easy to do just, like, camera animations. Or just, it's just a camera moving around. Like, that is whatever. But God, no, um, I'm, I'm also just not that good at 3D animation. Like it's it's something I have like a little bit of of skill in, but I'm much more of like a I'm much more of a 2D artist in general. With your commissions, you do very heavily uh, when it comes to the magic stuff, you do very heavily the digital alters and then they're printed on cards. But you also do T-shirts and playmats, things like that. Is that right? Yeah. I I do sell like shirts and um, some playmats. I I also sometimes people commission me to do art that gets put on an altar sleeve, which um, I assume most people have probably heard of. But it's it's a company that prints like an art transparency onto a tra on, onto an inner sleeve that can then be slotted over the original card. Um, so like if someone just wants me to put my art on their card. Um, for example, someone somewhat recently commissioned me to do um, her and her girlfriend's fursona's hugging, and then I I like made a transparency so it could go over KNT, um, and that like I put that on altar sleeves and they were able to buy it. Um, so yeah, I didn't even have to print anything on that, and the the altar sleeve itself only contains my art, and then it just has transparent parts for where the like rules text and stuff are. So yeah, that's another that's another uh, avenue I take. I guess I, I also have stickers and stuff. I don't know. I have, l like all freelance artists, my taxes are going to be a nightmare. I have too many dang things I do. <laughs> Just asking this, since a lot of what you do is magic associated, is working for Wizards as an act as an official contract artist with them something that's on your horizon, something you would like one day, or is that something that just you aren't exactly reaching for? I I don't have that on my like. That is not like a goal of mine specifically. Okay. It's not it's not something that I would be against. It's just um I do not at this time have the kind of art style that they want for their main lines of cards. Um if it was talking about pixel art, they could reach out to me to make a pixel art secret layer anytime they wanted. Um and you know the fact that I didn't answer this one with no comment is 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 indication they have not yet done so. <laughs> That's um, fair. <laughs> but like, I I think I'm happy with where I am right now. Um, it it could happen. Um, mm -hmm. I I am not where most pe most artists my age would be because I. I don't think I mentioned this, but I have an I have an eye disease that has made it like really hard for me to, to work. Um, hmm. For for a fairly long period of time, I just wasn't doing art, so I'm I'm like super behind on where I I would be otherwise. Um, one upside of the state of the world right now is that I've been getting I have done more drawings in the last month than I did in like the last three years before <laughs> before uh, before last March. So. 
I'm getting, I, I feel like, I feel like I'm making the best thing I've ever drawn more or less three times a week now. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad with the improvements I'm making, but you know, it's, it's a maybe if, if they, if they wanted to come to me to make something like a, like a showcase style or, or something like that, I, 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 I just, I don't think that I'm the first person they would go to <laughs> is, is just the truth of the matter for that. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's not, so yeah, it's not out of the question for me, but it's not something that I'm like actively working towards. Okay. If it happens, it'll be nice. We're going to ask one more quick art question before we move into your cosplay. Um, a lot, recently in the magic community, there's been a spike in art finance for lack of a better term uh people have been more frequently going after artists original paintings for cards things like that um does that does it reflect on what you do at all or if not what is as an artist just what's your opinion seeing that kind of thing happen well um i didn't even know that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah that, that should tell you a lot um as an artist there are no original versions of my art unless you like count uh, a layered photoshop file on my on my hard drive um there so yeah that that one doesn't really apply apply to me much okay um the nature of the eye disease i have means that physical art is really hard for me um, being able to digitally zoom is the only reason I've really been able to get back into it. Um, which which um, is actually also part of the reason I got into what I do because uh, I can't I couldn't read magic cards. <laughs> so I had to so but I, I can read like I can read like white text on a back black background very easily, but not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the the Theros showcase is like oh this is so easy I can just see this whereas most other cards I literally have to go by memorization of what they do anyway um, but yeah so if anyone's ever looked at my art and noticed that I always 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 use white text in a dark background that's why um, but yeah I yeah I unfortunately don't know anything about the the art finance I think I think that in general uh, there are there are some people right now who are finding that they need to offload items of value they have accumulated previously to make up for not having an income in in this world and there are mm-hmm. others who are like the all the disposable income that they would normally be spending on other things in the last year is just piling up and they're just like well I got to do something with this yeah uh so yeah i i think that's interesting but i've never i i kind of am post physical art at this point <laughs> <laughs> okay all right that's that's fair um moving on into your cosplay uh it's one it's one thing that i'm not gonna say you're not known for but you i would say you're probably less known for than your artwork um oh for sure <laughs> when so i'm gonna ask a few of the same questions when did you first start doing cosplays and uh take us take us through a couple of your favorites and i'm just gonna ask that you definitely hit on princess waluigi just because i i have to know <laughs> so um so like doing cosplay like in the in the modern my modern era so to speak as as this person that i am today um did actually start with uh princess waluigi uh this was this was right after the Bowsette thing really, really oh. went like went big. 
So, so this, the, the anime convention I went to had lots and lots of people doing like Mario, but it's, it's like, it's like a princess, like some, like some Mario enemy. I have like, I have like tons of photos. Um, I had a crown that was made of like garbage bags and fake hundred dollar bills. It was great. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that, that was kind of where I started. Um, it, it's, it's been like a casual thing. Um, I've done like a little bit like 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 I I've been having some fun with TikTok recently and like it's it's just it's TikTok is a weird 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 platform but it's it's mm. fun to like get get all dressed up and pretty in some like weird weird outfit and be like now I'm going to do this silly skit um I think I think the cosplay I did that mo the most people saw was when I did e-girl Jace I remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> e girl Jace. I, I went. I went to the store. I bought a, a blue Monster Energy, which is still around here somewhere because I don't drink that, that. I do not drink that substance. Um, I went and did like the reflective makeup and and pranced around in 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 a bizarre outfit. Um, the thing I'm actually currently working on. Um. Outfit wise, is I have a Oko, but that is actually that's not just for like that's not like just for the sake of doing Oko. Um, I'm actually going to be making a YouTube video where I talk about um I don't want to reveal too much, but it's about powerful cards and their effect on people's engagement with a with the video with not the video game with the game magic the gathering where um i'm going to be narrating it and like acting out as oko uh talking about oko thief of crowns <laughs> and his like the character oko's opinion on the fact that he has a card that does this is so yeah that's an interesting <laughs> one i have uh, i have this 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 prop knife that makes like this wonderful sound when I un I did not think this was going to be metal. Like it's, I, I, I thought I was wearing a plastic knife, but I did, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. Um, so yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, I've also done Nissa a little bit. Like it hasn't been something I've been super motivated to do, um, in the pandemic just because like, right. Like what, well, what even is there? Yeah. Is it something you're planning to return to once paper events and MFs and stuff like that pick up? Yeah, definitely something I am interested in 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 continuing. Like it once I've put the proper outfit for Oko together, I'm gonna hang on to it. Um like it's not even that complicated of an outfit. It's like I, I'm still I cannot figure out what on earth is up with his jacket. And also, he only has one sleeve, and I'm gonna be cold. But you know, we we make sacrifices to look fabulous. But I don't know. I also don't entirely think that I want to make like my my debut back in in Magic for the first time since I was like 15 to be like cosplaying a male character. <laughs> so fair. so yeah, like I don't know. I I think I'm I'm probably just gonna. You know, when 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 events do start back up, I'm probably just going to be going as myself, um, because you know, I, at least a couple people seem to like that. The, the, the <laughs> I would person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm increasingly convinced that one or two people might like me. 
it it it, it could be it could be true. Oh, tell tell me if you meet them. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah. So so yeah. That's that's what I've I've got coming up. It's 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 not something I'm like super in into. Like I said, like like there are people who are like magic cosplayers, and I am a ma- I am a I am an artist who who thinks cosplay is fun on the side, basically. All right. Um, I think that about wraps us up as far as any questions that I had for you. Uh, so where is it that people can find you if they want to see more of your artwork or your cosplays? The place to go to find anything I do is going to be Twitter because that's the first place I put everything. But the the hub that has all my links is sheepwave.com. Um, that's my website. Um, at, at, at the top, as soon as you click it, it's got like links to like my Patreon, Discord, my Patreon, um, my shop where I sell the 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 generic cards that can be used as proxies of whatever you want. Um, and tokens and stuff. Well, not tokens at the moment, but that's coming soon. Um, as well as like t-shirts shop, you know, all my links are sheepwave.com. Thank you so much.